Ladies and gentlemen, you know the name. I am the microphone messiah, Philip Antwine. I am joined by the Canadian destroyer, Brandon Tanguma, and the host of the Within the Ropes podcast, Mr. Brian Tronic. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Philip. You know, we actually got like a real intro this time. You feeling better? You might not have actually gotten your full smile back, but maybe like 50% back. You, you feeling better now, buddy? No, no, okay. no. Brian, how are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Um, I'm feeling rejuvenated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, guys, we sound we I sound different. Um, we're going through some technical difficulties. It's uh, it's not fun. You know, the smiles. It's it mean it, it, it's it's far far away even more now due to what's going on over here. But um, before we talk about uh, the things that happened in the world of sports entertainment uh, this week, I have to say something. Um, I've been made aware of some of that, some of these statements and comments that I've made about, um, certain things, uh, people haven't taken too kindly to, um, certain people within my inner circle have taken offense. And, um, for that, I am sorry. Uh, I meant you guys no harm in any way, shape or form. Um, I love you guys. You know, you, you guys are. You, you, the, the, those people that I'm talking about, I love them. It, it's just simple. It's just that simple, man. I'm sorry. I love you. Now, for those that aren't within my inner circle and who have taken offense to my comments and remarks about, you know, certain performers and companies involved with the world of sports entertainment, you all can kiss my ass. Yeah. It's like it's like Spider Man on a uh, Spider Man on Family Guy. Everybody gets one. That was the one. All right, now guys, it's uh it's International Podcast Day. Yes. What better, what better way to celebrate it than with the um with the, with the best in the game? Me. I, how do you guys feel? You guys feeling good? Brian, you feeling good? I'm feeling fantastic. Also, I want to note that um <clears throat> my face is no longer ashy. I'm moisturized. That boy wet. Yeah. Moist. He, 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 not, he not dripping like Seth, but he wet. Yeah. I'm almost there, though. Seth, watch you're, out. You're, you're a little damp. I can, a little damp. You're a little, a little damp. A little dry, um, a little, you know. Yeah, you're not crusty, which is a good thing. No. No, no. We, we don't allow the crust. Oh. Oh. Uh, Brandon, how do you feel about International Podcast Day? It's a great day. Happy International Podcast Day. Is there, like, is it? Like, this is the biggest day. Was there, like, America Podcast Day, National Podcast Day, California Podcast Day, Bay Area Podcast Day? No, it's it's all wrapped up into this one day. Okay, uh, so we don't get multiple podcast days? You know, it's a a travesty. It's really a shame. I'm going to go talk to Uncle Joe, Uncle Gavin, and I'm going to make them make a holiday for us. Joe's your your uncle? Yep. That's that's Papa Joe, though. Uncle Joe, Papa Joe, R.I.P. Papa Joe. Or Ordinary Joe? Joe Schmo, Joe Brone. Um, so let's talk about the Chris Canyon dark side of the ring. 
Yeah. So I, I mean, this is a, this has become a very interesting one. So I know I had the, I had the chance to finally watch it. And uh, yeah, a couple things. Um, didn't know that he was uh, going through all that stuff. You know, uh, I mean, I, you know, being as young as I was, you know, I didn't really get a, get, get to see Mortis and, and all that other stuff. I know just going back on YouTube and the network and watching it. Uh, I, I thought Canyon was a, a very talented and unique performer. Um, but you know, his personal life, it was a, uh, it was, it was, it was a mess. It's, it's unfortunate that he uh, had to struggle with the things he had to struggle with for as long as he did up until he took his life in uh, 2010. So Brian, I mean, you were prime and watching Mortis and Canyon and stuff. What were your thoughts on this episode of his dark side of the ring? It was very eye opening um, to see someone who I thought was, very successful, had a great character, um, and then even transitioning from the Mortis to Canyon, uh, and then going from WCW to WWE, being a double champion, um, being put in very, very big programs like you know DDP, and you know being in in, in situations with the Undertaker. I mean, you just don't think that someone who I guess have so much success be, you know, battling so many demons. And I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that that's more common nowadays than, than ever. I think like what you may see may not exactly be what it really is when it's all said and done, you know? So um, the episode itself, I was, I was surprised to see how much he was dealing with, um, and also to see how close and tight he was with uh, James Mitchell, old Vandenberg. I was surprised to see how close they really were versus, you know, just being characters on screen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brandon, what do you think of this episode of Dark Side of the Ring? I'm much more closer to you, Philip, uh, someone who didn't watch WCW, doesn't know too, too much about Canyon. Like I've heard of him. I kind of know a little bit of his story, but uh, being able to watch this, it was kind of eye opening. It was very sad. I mean, the plane ride from hell last week was just kind of it's different. This one was much more like of a sad, but then like also kind of weirdly happy story kind of like at the end when they talk about like how close he was and how much influence he had on like so many people especially like a lot of AEW wrestlers right now like you know brian cage and the young bucks and people like that and yeah it was just like a sad sad story and it's you know one in wrestling that we kind of hear a lot he loved it he had you know personal mental demons and he always kind of wanted, he always thought, and I, I don't know this, maybe Brian could talk more personally because I had never really watched him too much. Like he always thought and had the skills to be better, but it just never really panned out that way. Yeah, I, I think he definitely had the skills. Um, you know, all the talk of, you know, things that that uh, Flair said and, you know, Cena said um, about him not being good. Yeah, let's 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 hit that right now, man. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was from that, that Howard Stern interview that John that John Cena did back in like what oh six or oh five or something. Mm. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know why people are taking offense to that now. I mean, the clip's been out for fifteen years, you know. But uh, I mean, we live in the cancel culture world nowadays, and so people are trying to cancel John Cena, and I'm like. Okay. Um, 
John wouldn't have said what he said if he didn't believe there was some truth to it. I mean, especially at that time when Cena was the WWE champion, he was he was the guy in the company. And then, uh, you know, Canyon comes back on the sh- that show like a month after or whatever, and you know they they discuss that and Flair calls in and I mean, I don't know, I don't I don't know, man. You have Flair, who's the greatest of all time. You have Cena, who's the guy at the time, saying that something was missing for you to be a top guy in WWE. I, I don't know. Well, and I see it. I see it two ways. Like from a maybe from a creative character standpoint, there was nothing for Canyon, and maybe he didn't have the abilities uh, uh, as far as. Like maybe he wasn't capable in the eyes of others to be a character. And I feel like in WWE, that's really what it comes down to back, especially back then, but even more so now. Like if you don't, if you can't adapt and reinvent and adjust, um, then there's just no place for you in the WWE. We've seen it multiple. I mean, look at the greats, um, The Rock. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, there's only a few like John Cena's and Hulk Hogan who can really, but even Hulk at one point reinvented himself. But look at Jericho reinvented himself so many different times throughout the years, continues to do it today. Um, so I just think maybe Cena meant from a character standpoint. I don't know. He said in the ring he wasn't that good. I don't think that's true. I think he was, he was pretty decent in the ring. Um, but hey, everyone's entitled I, to their opinion. Yeah, I mean, maybe Cena was talking more of like the psychology aspect of being in the ring. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what he meant. Because maybe, I mean, Canyon, the, the moves they you know they were they were great. You know, innovative, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's it's sad. It, it really is. Canyon, he was a he was a hell of a talent. There could have been a lot more, but um, unfortunately, he had those demons and he uh, he lost that battle, so to say. So, um, very interesting with the dark side of the ring. But to cancel John Cena, we got to stop that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's calmed down. Like that that's that that got shut down real quick. What's the yeah. uh, what's the episode this week? We're gonna cancel Lonita next, or whoever probably was else on the podcast or on the uh, episode. People probably aren't gonna watch that one. To be honest. Oh, people probably aren't even gonna watch that. Oh, you're turning into me. Oh man, I, I, see, I don't want to. You know, no, I'm want- just, I'm just saying. There's nothing like negative in regards to WWE uh, uh, linked to this episode. So yeah, people, yeah. people probably aren't going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want the Onita Deathmatch fans coming after me. The Nick Gage ones, <laughs> I can take all of them on. But you know, you know. All right, let's move on. So AEW Dynamite is moving to TBS on January 5th, uh, 2022. And um, first off, what do, what do you guys think about that, Brandon? I mean, we, we knew it was moving to TBS, but now we have an official date. Yeah, well, I mean, we knew this was happening. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Rampage isn't going to come with them. We thought both of the shows were going to go to TBS, but no Rampage staying on TNT. Um, it makes sense, especially with the NHL coming to uh, TNT. There's going to be a lot of presem- uh, preemptives, whatever the hell you call it, especially with the NBA and NHL. So just for like sanity-wise and just scheduling purposes, it makes a lot of sense to just keep it on TBS and just keep it that way. And... Yeah, you have like the WCW aspect to it, but you also have like the old school WCW, NWA, TBS lineage that they can play upon. So, and pretty much everyone who has TNT has TBS. So maybe like initially there could be like a little bit of a drop, but it's such far in advance. It's what, three months out? They're going to promote the hell out of it. I wouldn't expect them to drop too much just because they change uh, networks. I uh, I think it should have been done on January 4th. 
in my opinion, it's a better day. No? Why is it a better day? I, I know why me. it's a better day. That's me and Chris Canyon's birthday, bro. <laughs> it's a better day. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. Wait. See, now that I'm thinking about it, you're absolutely. I, how can I forget? And you know, Russell Kingdom stole all my thunder and chose that day. And now they're taking up like your birth week. They're just taking it all now. Yep. I need a birth. I need a birth month. I need a birth month. You might as well just do the birth month. I mean, Ooh. we don't celebrate New Year's for, you know, it being news. We celebrate it for Philip's birth month. That's really what it is. That's why we fill up Times Square and, you know, blow up everything. That's that's why. That's you what see, I'm talking about. Thank you, Brandon. I take back some of the things I said about curveballs and chair shots. Um, <laughs> Brian, what are your what are your thoughts about uh, AEW Dynamite going to TBS? Personally, I think Rampage should go over there, but I mean. I think uh, Rampage should have gone over too. Uh, it would have been it would have fit them so much better, like WCW Nitro to Thunder being on the Superstation TBS. Um, I'm right, right? Yeah, Thunder was on the Superstation. Yeah, that's right. The Superstation. Um, yeah, it's a little backwards. Dynamite coming to TBS and Rampage staying on TNT, but eh, whatever. Their fans are gonna go watch it. Hail, I mean. They they can go on the Discovery Channel and people are going to watch it. So, what about Destination to, America? Yeah, I was I, I was just about to say Destination <laughs> America. Hey, I, hey. I had to be. I was a hardcore TNA fan. I found that, bro. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. If you're a fan, you're going to find the channel. You're going to make sure you have it. You'll pay extra for it. You'll do whatever. I mean, that's because what? Like they still had Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards and what. Cody just came in for a little bit of Mike Bennett. So yeah, I was of course I was gonna watch. Wasn't Bobby? Wasn't Bobby still there? Bobby was time? still there doing yeah. doing all the great work. Um, yep. so the rumor is there's gonna be a TBS title coming for the women. That'd be their secondary title. No more titles. There we go. No more. We don't need it anymore. Look, they have a they have a sweet spot, man. Let's look. I mean, the, the talks about the trios titles are coming. I mean, for the large amount of groups, okay, I guess we can let that one slide. But think about it. They have all these titles. Every title is defended at these pay-per-views. These pay-per-views are going to become longer. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, no well more, think about no it. No more titles. No more titles. Well, well, but think about it, though. WCW yeah. had the world title, the U.S. title, the TV title, and the tag team titles, right? AEW has the world title, the women's title, the, t- the TNT title, and the tag team titles. So one more wouldn't help. I mean, but the trios titles are already coming. So then they bring in the TBS title. There's six. Yeah, the so TBS the TBS title is not needed. I don't think. So, yeah, that's that's my point. So let's say if they do introduce that and with the well, trios titles coming, then there's six guaranteed championship matches on every pay per view, plus like let's say the Cody match or or whatever uh, few doesn't have a championship. So you're getting what eight eight matches on these on these really long pay per views, and then you know like the Bucks have to have a long match. Cody's match has to be at least twenty minutes in ring. You know. Well, so that's okay, play. because think about it. And I go back to the WCW comparison. Uh, WCW didn't have as many trios as AEW does, so it's okay. It's, it's, I mean, weren't there like 80 people in the NWO? They had a whole bunch of trios. The Elite about to have 80 people in a minute. <laughs> Man, oh, we are going to talk about it. All right, uh, outside of the ring, Rowdy Ronda Rousey and her husband, uh, Travis Brown, welcome their daughter into the world. 
Um, Let's see that daughter's name, Philip. Um, uh, you know what? I saw it. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna call her a little Rousey. A lot of, a lot of apostrophes, a lot of vowels, a lot of Hawaiian yeah, stuff. We're just gonna little, look at that little Rousey. That's little Rousey, little, little Rousey brownie. <laughs> little, little Rousey vert. What? Just gonna call her little Rousey. Shout out. Um, I don't have anything for inside of the ring, but do you guys know anything? Anything you want to touch on? Huh? 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 Anyone paying attention to the G one? Is anybody paying attention to the uh, G1? Was that uh, I stopped. I stopped after the second night. I don't know why you would start in first. Place. Poor Naito. We didn't talk about it, but Naito blew out his knee, and he might have oh. actually won the G1, and now he's going to be gone for a long, long time. Oh man! So this kind of just throws New Japan's had a very tough year, as have all of. I mean, they've had like a rough man. two years, and I, I was only yeah. I was only watching because I was tweeting about it, and then I saw people getting like uh their accounts suspended for like reposting pictures or videos of new japan and so i was like oh yeah no nah, i'm good i'm you see, you see that's why i watch wwe because they don't do things like that they they care about their fans yeah. <laughs> and yeah. aew took down mr x oh you see you see i don't know why i don't know why he went to that show he should have just went they to the took Raw. him down when yeah they when they, they can't tony khan took him down and like the the account he has now is like a whole new one. He had so no. much more. Yeah, bro, he had like so much more work on there, dude. You're talking about his Instagram? Yeah, dude. Oh no. Okay, you that's see? what happened. I didn't realize because I heard and, him talking. I seen him talking about it, but I didn't know what happened. And y'all oh. and y'all love Tony Khan, huh? Y'all love was AEW. It, was huh? it something? Was it something bad that he said about? No, them? he didn't say anything bad. Like he he does like his own custom artwork, as you know. Yeah. And he did it of like I think it was like. I forget. It was like one of one of the AEW wrestlers, and I guess uh, somebody flagged it as AEW original content, and then they they got rid of his page. Ah, oh, come on, yeah. Tony. Yeah, Vince won't do that to you. Vince won't do that to you. He loves YouTube. He, he loves on YouTube, not Instagram. I think that's Nick Khan. I don't believe it's Vince. Okay, okay. I think that yeah, Nick Khan came for me a couple weeks ago. I had, Did he? I had, I had to call up to Stanford and let him know about himself. He said he won't do it again. You're going to call Shane, but apparently Shane's not there anymore. Excuse me? That's what the internet tells me. Shane doesn't, doesn't, uh, isn't at the yep. offices anymore. Yep. Oh, my oh my God. No, he can't go back to China. No. AEW confirmed, baby. Shane Could McMahon. you imagine? Could I you mean, imagine? Brian keeps calling it, you know, WCW. I know. <laughs> right? Shane McMahon shows up on AEW. On, he on buys, their, the, buys on their, it. On their final day. <laughs> oh man, that's something. Uh, what, uh, Titus Alexander wrestled uh, Christopher Daniels uh, last week, and I hear I hear it was that's a really true. good match. Christopher Daniels made his return to Impact Wrestling, and um, yeah, ma- yeah, man. And plus, Josh Alexander is about to wrestle Christian for the Impact title, so some cool stuff's going on over there. You know, maybe maybe they're gonna get uh, Bray Wyatt. What's Wyndham Rotunda doing in the Impact Zone? I'm telling you, man. All right. All right. Let's go into this day in wrestling. So on this day, I see clearly what a better place. No broken dream, but I leave it all, leave it all behind. Yeah. Uh, Tito Santana returned to the WWF on this day in 1991 with, you know, with the Matador gimmick this time. Uh, Don Morocco wins the ECW title. He beat Jimmy Snuka on this day in 1992. Raw, uh, not Raw, uh, WCW Nitro on this day 25 years ago. Um, the Wild Pegasus beat somebody. Yeah. Uh, New Japan uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed 2018. Cody Rhodes wins the uh, United States Championship over there. And then they have that photo of 
him with the U.S. and the uh, NWA titles. And at that same on that same day, that press conference, Bimbo Jimbo go. <laughs> he was kneeling next to him and uh, and and Brandy in the titles. It's actually it, it's a really cool thing. It was on a ten pounds of gold. All right, and then we have some birthdays. Cameron Grimes is twenty eight. Isaiah Swerve <laughs> Scott <laughs> is thirty one. Cameron Grimes can't say it right. Yeah, he's twenty. <laughs> he's twenty eight. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott is thirty one, and Candice Michelle is forty three years of age. Yeah. Any any thoughts about the things that happened on this day? Still um, in the Trevor Lee fan club. He doesn't exist. Happy anymore. birthday. He doesn't exist anymore. Okay, we're um, switching it to the Cameron Grimes fan club. Is that better? <laughs> uh, thank you. Okay. I like the Trevor Lee fan club, though. Uh, he doesn't exist anymore. How can you have a fan club for somebody that doesn't in the, exist? In the inside, he exists. <laughs> no, no. No, no we, we still just relive and like watch back his old stuff from Impact and the Carolina days. So we just don't, yep. we just don't, you know, pre Dogecoin uh, GameStop Trevor Lee. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to get into the fan mail. Um, I had more, but uh, I was doing a mass delete and yeah, a lot of stuff got deleted. So um, I sent you guys the Instagram DMs from uh, Brightest Day X. I was told on a, you know, world around I- curveballs and chair shots that he was going to bring some spicy chili talking about his love for Cincinnati and your hatred for Cincinnati. Is this true? You're supposed to say Mr. X. Mr. X. Is that better? All right. So I sent Brandon the first half. So Brandon, you read through all of those. And then once you're done, I sent the last half to, uh, to Brian. So Brandon, go ahead. Oh, I can read. You're such a nice guy, Philip. I don't care what baby Huey says about you. Anyways, why is pro wrestling better than sports entertainment? Oh my, oh my God. Um, oh, this is the same thing. It's the same thing. What, what are you guys talking about? Stop. Stop, guys. Why are y'all doing this? Hey, did he, wait, hold on. Did he come for me on curveballs and chair shots? Did he, no, he, come he, for- he said he was going to. He said, oh, stay okay. tuned. Oh, it was a, it was, it was a premeditated thing. Uh, attack okay I got yes. he said he said stay t- he said stay tuned this monday on or never mind this this I thursday was, on dragon ball this Z. thursday on oh oh yeah um yeah uh look pro wrestling is sports entertainment it's been it's been known as that since what the late 80s early 90s like i don't know why you guys are so late to the game like you know i came out the womb saying sport entertainment I mean, come on, guys. Apparently, pro wrestling came back in New York City uh, last week. Um, it's always been there because pro wrestling and sports entertainment are one and the same. <laughs> it's been there since what? Since since Jess McMahon ran the mm. territory back. Oh, what you, what you know about that? Okay. What you know about capital wrestling okay. into the WWF, into the WWF, into WWE? Okay. You see, I just recapped like 70 years worth of history. That's that, right. That quick. Who else is doing this? No Who else. Brandon, do you know? Come on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Big fan of Jess McMahon. Great guy. Great guy. Love him. Well, he's he's a great guy. Love, love him to death. Um, what, what else did Mr. Rex say? Great guy. Uh, he wants to know why is Biggie the champion? Or oh, hold on. Why is Biggie the champion? That we've been waiting for for over the last 396 days. What do you mean? 
I don't know. I, you know what? I don't have the explanation. I just read the questions, Philip. It just says, um, why is Biggie the champion that we've been waiting for for over the last 396 days? Is that how long? I no. have, Pandemic's been longer than that. That's, that's, how long, that's how long Roman's been champion. That's what he means. Um, oh, look, man. Roman Reigns is the champion that I want. He's the champion of the fan base, and I love that. Now, I, I, honest to God, I want him to be the champion of the world again. And there's only one way to do that. He, Big E might have to take a seat and let the, uh, the true king of WWE reign. You know what I'm saying? He might have to Suspects. let Roman Reigns reign. Over Roman, Roman Reigns is the great. Okay, I won't go there. Well, no, no, no. Go there. Go there. Do it. We're not scared. Roman no. Reigns is the greatest universal heavyweight champion of the world of the universe of all the, time of all, of all time. time look brock had it three times what did he really do mm-hmm. let's be real let's mm-hmm. be real mm-hmm. he had it for a long time sure but it was hardly there roman is here every single week and you know he doesn't have to wrestle every week because that's what makes him special and guess what know? he still wrestled what did he he did a double 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 Okay, man. Raw and SmackDown and Extreme Rules. Come on, man. And there's probably a house show in between. Probably. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he go ahead and tell uh, the higher ups. I mean, who? I mean, who else? I mean, he is the higher up. Um, you know what? I'm just going to stay where I'm at. Don't worry about drafting me. Oh, in fact, I'm going to show up on both shows. How about that? Tribal oh, Chief gets man. to pick where he goes, when he goes, and how he goes. I love it. I love it. Brandon, do you have any thoughts on that? Biggie's doing a lovely job. We'll talk about what he did on Raw. But I also think Roman Reigns is doing a great job. And, you know, we get to see them face off because Survivor Series is the one time of the year where they wrestle, you know, from both shows wrestle against each other, even though we're doing the draft. So, like, those people have already kind of wrestled before they get split up, and then they're going to wrestle again, and then – Survivor yeah. Series is and the then we one have Royal Rumble, and then we have uh, Money in the Bank. No, and... no, 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 no. You don't understand. You see the Rumble and Money in the Bank and all that other stuff. That's for individual pride. Survivor Series is the one night a year when Raw and SmackDown compete for brand supremacy. Mm-hmm. When those same wrestlers, sorry, sports entertainers are wrestling. We're wrestling on the other show just a month li- earlier. So they really care about the brand that they're on for this past month. Well, yeah, because that's going to be their home for the next year. Absolutely. Except for the wild card rule. And then just the, the wild inexpli- card rule doesn't exist. Anymore. And then the explicit for whatever reason, like you can jump over like six times a year, except for that on- doesn't exist anymore. What does exist? What is rules? Well, we had extreme rules, but that was yes. just rules because there was only one extreme <laughs> rules match and it wasn't even really extreme. Did, did somebody not go through a table? If that's extreme enough. Were there Twice. not sticks? Was there not a, a a destruction of the ring somewhat? Yeah, the turnbuckle broke. It's extreme rules to me. What else did Mr. Rex have to say? Lastly, another championship question. He wants to know, why has the Raw Women's title not been relevant since Nikki Cross was champion, oh. a.k.a. once Charlotte got the oh. belt? When was the last time your city had a championship, Mr. X? Huh? Huh? Because over, over where, Brandon? Over in what city? The Queen City! 
It's raining championships up in there. Dirty dozen. You feel me? Yeah. Come on, bro. Don't 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 come at Charlotte like that, bro. Yeah. You don't. Want, you don't hey, he don't want the salt. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, shout out strictly. Shout out strictly for the culture, man. You, you <laughs> Mr. Rex. I'm, I'm trying to be nice, bro. Wait. You don't want to. You don't want a real salt sermon. I'll come for that. To be fair, you know, by way of Las Vegas, Nevada, John Moxley was a pretty good champion representing Cincinnati. I, I have to say, mm-hmm. don't you think, Philip? <laughs> I mean, I'm just um, I'm just being fair to Mr. X, you know. Uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre did a better job during the pandemic. Yeah, I said it. I said it. See if I can pull up wrestlers from Cincinnati. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, just one, John Mox. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? No, never mind. He wasn't a champion. Who, who? Wait, who is from? Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, who, that's a good wrestlers question. Wrestlers are from Cincinnati. I want to know. I'm, right. I'm intrigued. We got. Uh, uh, we're just going to run down the list. Oh, right. they count Pete Rose as a wrestler. Shout out Pete Rose. Uh, we got Amanda Ruffin, Angelo Dawkins, Anthony oh. McMurphy, Ari Alexander, Ashley Mad- Mad- Madison, Madison, Bobby, okay. Bobby Casanova, Bobby Harmon, Brian Pillman, shout out, Brian Wolverman, Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley, Ed Miller, Heather Owens, Kara Kildar, Jaden, Chronic, Les Thatcher, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln, bro, 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 Derek, bro, Derek, shout out, bro, Derek, uh, Linda Miles, Lord Crew, Nemesis, Pete Rose, Rick Byrne, Russ Myers, Samantha Heights, Sarah J, Ted Turner, Tim Lutz, Tyron, Walter Johnson, any relation to the pitcher, and Zach Spad is Spad is so just wait, a, wait, who's wait. who, Ted, Ted, wait, Ted Turner, let's click on it. What Warner Media Ted Turner? That that's what it says. Wow. Okay, Cincinnati got one great. I'll I'll give it to Ted. Sure. All right. Is that is that the end of your por- portion of his fan mail? I am done. All right, Brian, you're up next, bud. All right, let's get to this part. Um, and 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 this is this is quote, Mister X. Am I correct? <clears throat> Never thought I'd paraphrase MJF, but after thinking about a few things because of these unwarranted attacks on the city of Cincinnati, I have this to say. Drake, mid. Roman Reigns, mid. Card. Charlotte, mid. And a jobber at best. Universal title, just plain sucks. Vince McMahon, mid. And Tony Khan's bitch. (laughs) On a final note, I want to go. Wait, is that part of the same one or? Yeah. Hold on. Let him go. Let it ride. Hold on. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you come after my tribal chief? How dare you come after the greatest artist? I was going to say rapper, the greatest artist alive today. He just broke a, another Michael Jackson record. You come at him. You come at the Queen City. You come at the king of sports entertainment. How dare you? How dare you? I have to say that um, I'm a little sad, Mr. X, that you um, can't believe you, you said that, that about uh, Charlotte, but it's okay. I mean, and Vince is a TK's bitch. It's the other way around. I mean, there was a sign on uh, Dynamite that said, VKM fears TK. So, you know, that those just means fans, it's real. It's, it's real, fan, right? Those fans don't wash their asses. They don't know what they're talking about. To be fair to 
Vincent Kennedy McMahon. There were yeah. several signs like that in the 90s in WCW crowds. And, and look where we're at. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You, no, you AEW. Keep it up. Keep it up. Well, in about, I don't know, let's let's give it about like six or seven years. Well, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be right back here saying, oh, I told you so. We're going to be huh? breaking. We're going to be here on account of breaking news. It's going to be an emergency podcast. It's breaking news. Vince McMahon just bought AEW. <laughs> I'm going to be laughing so hard. Friends, do you think something like that will ever happen? History repeats itself. Well, we do forget that uh, the Khan family has a boatload of money and has way more money than what Vince McMahon has. No, he doesn't. No. I don't want to. They own two professional sports teams, and he so? like is a whatever so? entrepreneur thing. Vince rules sports entertainment. That's it. That, that's all he needs. That's more money. What are you talking about? No. Once what, Trevor the- Lawrence and the Jaguars start to pop off and actually win a game, shout out they're playing this Thursday against Mister X's Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I, I can't believe uh, I'm rooting for Jacksonville. <laughs> is it? Is it okay? So let me ask you this: Does um. Does the Khan family have more money than Ted Turner did back when he had WCW? Uh, I would not know that, but technically <laughs> the reason WCW got bought out by Vince is because they sold it and all the other money things and no one wanted wrestling on TNT. So if, if Bischoff, who knows if Bischoff and his goons actually got WCW, how long it would have stayed afloat? I mean, apparently they don't want wrestling on tnt that's why they're going to tbs so to be fair maybe it is a possibility considering that tony khan allegedly i don't know if it's true or not but he's the only one now that is responsible creatively he's the guy that makes all the creative decisions not the evps and according to brian cage he said it's a horrible idea but maybe maybe tony khan will get you know, ahead Yo, of Bra- himself. Is Brian make- Cage trying to get fired? <laughs> He's trying to get fired so bad. Oh man. He heard um, that uh he heard that his big meaty man slapping meat over on WWE. You feel yeah, me? He'll, man, he'll be he'll be booked so much better. Come 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 to New York. Come to New York, bro. So I I pulled it up. I don't know this is I can't go back in time and see how much Ted Turner's worth, but right now. It's saying Ted Turner is worth $2.2 billion, which maybe is more. Maybe it was less than what it was back in the 90s when he owned CNN and the Braves and all that other stuff. But now, Shad, 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 Mr. Khan. Was it 2.5? It's 2.5, isn't it? $8.6 billion. Oh, shit. I thought it was 2. Damn, $8.6 billion? That is four times the amount of Vince McMahon's $2.1 million. But no. is Shad is Shad gonna wanna when it get down to the nitty gritty? Is Shad really gonna allow Tony to spend all types of money that he needs to keep this afloat? I don't yeah. know. That's that's, that's Shad, another conversation. Shad's probably gonna be like, "All right, son, you've had your fun. It's time to." <laughs> well, I mean, this isn't Dixie. This isn't Dixie Carter at Impact. Mm. EW Dixie, is actually, you know, selling. Dixie Carter tickets. was better than Tony Khan. Ooh, hot takes. Oh, yeah. Such a heel, bro. <laughs> what uh? What uh? What was the last one that Mister uh, Mister X? Mister X. Mister X says, and I quote: "On a final note, I want to go on record by saying that I did not start this. I am only defending the city I love. Because at the end of the day, and to quote Nick 
I don't even know how to say this last name. Castellanos. Hey, 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 hey. Nick Castellanos. Castellanos. Nick Castellanos. It's Cincinnati versus everyone. Well, y'all are losing that battle. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, y'all are losing that battle to Boise, Idaho. Like, Jesus Christ. Hey, look, man, you shouldn't feel bad. I talk. I just talked crap about the town. I just talked crap about Oakland. I mean, come on, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Watch your mouth. Watch your what? mouth. What? Oh, oh, they're going to they gonna come for me. They're going to pull up on it. You, you, man, you, you, you going to catch this clip, blood? Come on, bro. They don't want nothing. I'm, no, I'm from the stack. You feel me? This the is, stack. You feel me? You feel me? I'm the Hayward heartthrob. You feel me? Man, there's a heavyweight hustle up in this bit. You feel me? Man. Hey, I'm like Arn Anderson, bro. I keep that thing on me. You heard? Art Anderson is hilarious. Watch his brains fall out on the concrete. Hey, don't talk about him like that. That's a good man. There's a lot of gun talk over on. uh, There's a lot of gun talk. uh, A lot of killing talk on wrestling TV. Oh, oh, hey, we're about to talk. Oh, we're gonna talk about all of it. So, um, Biggie and uh, we're talking about Monday Night Raw now. If you didn't know, real sports entertainment. Um, Biggie and Bobby Lashley started off for the WWE Championship for the Real World's Championship. And, you know, it ended in chaos. The Hurt Business is back. I shed a couple tears. My smile came back for that split second. It came back, guys. It did. But then it went away because I remembered how, how I was uh, wronged in Stockton. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then this leads to a steel cage match later on in the night between Bobby Lashley and Big E for the WWE Championship. Brian, thoughts on all the chaos? The Hurt Business is back. And what are your thoughts on the main event? Yeah, the Hurt Business is indeed back. I was excited to see that. Um, it's about time. Took them long enough. But see, got to give WWE credit. They gave us what we wanted. This was great. I mean, I don't think that's being talked about. I'll just put it out there. That's not being talked about and praised much. Hey, WWE, they listen to us. They, they Sometimes you just got to wait it out. Maybe, you know, things fall into place. MVP is out. You know, okay, we've seen how everybody loved the New Day and the Bloodline. Let's let's get the Hurt Business back together now. Perfect time, perfect opportunity. They don't need no no ex- explanation, no promos, no nothing. Their brothers, brothers get into it, and then they get back. Biggie, Steel Cage, Bobby Lashley, they've got to figure out the door and over the over the cage situation because, um. It's starting to make the wrestlers look a little silly when the door is literally right there. And instead of doing that, they choose to climb over the top. Um, You know, I feel like if you know for a fact that there's you have the easiest path to just walk through the door and win the match, you should do that. It makes more sense. It's easier. Now, if there was. If it was padlocked and everything, uh, and you knew that it wouldn't just by the referee just as easy as opening the door, then okay, climbing the cage might be the fastest, right? I mean, would you guys agree? Or we have a cage match where you actually win inside the cage instead of running away like a little, you know, scaredy cat. Um, did Biggie not win inside the cage? Did he not climb away? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, overall, if we're talking in generalities. I mean, that's what the ref is there. there there's that option. That's why he's there. Uh, can you, we bring back the blue cage? 
Don't you think that would look horrible on on HD quality uh, WWE television? Hell in the cell. Who cares? Yeah, I know. People complain about the red hell. Hell. Hey, Brandon, do you like the red hell in the cell? No, I think he it's saw, trash. He saw it live. He saw it live. I've seen it live inside a red lidded whatever it's called Sacramento mm-hmm. Arena. Yeah. I can. I was like front. I was literally front row, and I could not see Seth great, and the Fiend. That's the greatest cage match of all time. What are you talking about? Literally top two, and it ain't two. <laughs> I will say it's maybe the most memorable match we've ever seen. It's the most. It's, it's probably the most important because look at where Seth is now. Huh? Hmm? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he almost killed Vince McMahon because of it. Yeah. I, I I think he was just a little wound up. He wasn't actually going to hurt Vince. I mean, he doesn't want those kind of problems. I mean, there was, there was a very loud AEW chant, and I forget what is this. This was like two weeks into Dynamite, so that was fun. That was a fun time. Um, poor you know what? It's okay. Seth he's is doing, doing great work. He's doing some of the greatest work right now. Of his career, absolutely. Yes. Um, I, I, thought, I thought this was good stuff. I, I, I was a fan. I, I, was, I was a fan. I, thought, I think they all did good, good business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Goldberg had a promo on, uh, on Never Raw. a good thing. Yeah. He threatened to uh, kill Bobby Lashley. <laughs> if he so, was lucky. So, a white man threatened to kill a black man on live TV. <laughs> Why aren't we talking about that? In Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. Why aren't we talking about this? That kind of stuff happens on the other channel. This doesn't happen here. I mean, wouldn't you want to kill Goldberg if he came after your son? I mean, uh, I think he has valid I mean, feelings there. Told he's a punk You're defending son. a white man threatening to kill a black man? In Saudi Arabia? Well, I'm just being fair. Like, if it was me, if I was Goldberg. You're defending a white man trying to kill a black man in Saudi Arabia? I got your Arabia? back, Philip. I think this is absolutely stupid. Thank neither, you. Neither heel or babyface should ever say they're going to kill the other because we know that's not going to happen. Oh! And just add on top the fact that, you know, they're in Saudi Arabia and you can tell WWE is just kind of holding the breath of this because they were like, oh, whatever, during like the Ali tag match. Oh, Goldberg's going to have a going to talk. Cool. We're just not going to advertise that at the top of the show and plug it. And then Goldberg doesn't have any, you know, he'll take blood money, but he he won't be able to, to show up in Cincinnati. Shout out, Mr. X. Great city. Great city. But uh, have you ever actually been? Uh, I uh, when I was going. I flew over one time when I was going to uh, what you call it. Why is none of my microphones working now? When I was going to Portugal, uh, did you did you like sightsee? Uh, did you? Huh? Did I you, mean, when, did I, you... when I when I flew over it, it was dark, so I couldn't like see it like actual. I just I've been to Cincinnati light. in the daylight. It's one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. So the the. Saying you're gonna kill someone is a big like that's crazy, right? So I agree, it's kind of weird. Like, but I mean, I mean, it's better than saying you're gonna shoot someone. We'll get into that later. I mean, it's the same thing. What am I talking about? <laughs> I mean, if you shoot someone, they don't necessarily die. <laughs> I mean, but so. in Arn's case, what he was talking about is he was saying like in a hypothetical so, scenario yeah. of someone like robbing you when it's like an actual life or death situation. I'm not just going to go have a wrestling match with someone and murder them. 
Yeah. Well, you know, what's the, he, what's the, look, look, Arn, Arn basically said, like, look, he keep pole on him just in case. You know okay, what I'm but saying? look, when we're talking reality based, Philip, listen, right? Sports entertainment, right? If you want reality based, you want that real raw emotion, that feeling. It's kind of like, you know, if someone strangled my son, Charlie, like, I'd want to kill him. Like, oh, you know, hey, no, if no, I could. Let, let, let it be frank. If anybody, like, Tries to harm Charlie. I'm coming after him. Yeah, that's my guy. That's, that's 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 my guy, man. You know. But yeah, it's it's, it's just it, it's it's a double edged sword. It, it is. It it is. Uh, oh yeah, what did we talk? I, I forgot to mention it. Uh, Drew McIntyre came out at the end of Raw and uh, pointed the sword sword at uh Biggie. So is he threatening to kill him too? He actually said recent, like a couple days ago. I don't know if it was yesterday. I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, he said that he it would be like it'd be dumb if he didn't eventually use the sword on someone I'm like huh yeah yeah I, yeah I think i think him coming out on raw just confirmed that he's gonna go to smackdown good yeah, I, can, <laughs> I can see us having like a title match or something and maybe it ends in a smaz and we get like a big old tip you know tag team match on raw and then uh Drew goes over to SmackDown because I think they want to keep him strong. They're not just going to have, you know, Biggie beat him and then just go to SmackDown and have him be one of the top contenders for Roman. Hey, I haven't even noticed that he hasn't been there. <laughs> I haven't even noticed. Me neither. Man. Uh, Shayna Baszler destroys Eva Marie's arm. How Eva Marie is representing the Bay Area. How dare, how dare Shayna? How dare she? I think Eva Marie does a great job on social media. Um, like making stuff interesting. Like she was on social media. She put up this picture, uh, obviously of like a I don't know what it was, but it was like a doctor's MRI, X-ray picture or whatever. And she was like, "I'm calling my lawyers or, or whatever." And it, it just made me laugh. It's like, see, that is what being a sports entertainer is all about. You have to continue being who you are whether you're in the ring or outside of the ring. And there's not enough of that in pro wrestling nowadays. You know, everyone like Adam Cole will say, you know, I'm going to beat the hell out of Jungle Boy, but then go play games with him on Twitch 45 minutes later, which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad uh, thing, that, but that, that, that is that, that is a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, what, what is that? What is it? Adam Cole was on Talk is Jericho. Great episode. Go check it out. Um, yeah, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Um, let's just go to AEW. Yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, Brandon, one through four. Brian, five through seven. Brandon, take it away. Now, do I have to do it in order, or can I just pick and choose everyone I want to do first? Um, let's 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 go in numerical order, please. Okay, okay, we'll keep it in numerical order. So we get Cole Adam. Well, yeah, we get Adam Cole Bebe taking on Jungle Boy to kick off the show. It's kind of what we've been seeing a lot with AEW recently, starting off the quote unquote main event with the opening show. Uh, CM Punk was on commentary throughout the entirety of the night, and Adam Cole pins. Jungle Boy and what I thought was a, a very good match, maybe not as good as last week's opener, but uh, we get Adam Cole, a little distraction, not distraction finish, but, uh, you know, kind of gets tangled up with Aubrey Edwards, takes him to, uh, you know, hits him with a low blow, 
hits him with the what? What are they calling now? Because it's not the last shot, but it's the boom. It's the boomstick. What is? What's his finisher uh, now? Something like that. <laughs> I don't know why they 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 still call it the Panama Sunrise. I don't know why they just can't call it like the last shot still. But whatever. Adam Cole I don't, gets the I don't win. Know. Thoughts on the match? Uh, this was really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, sidebar: a buddy of mine, he calls Adam Cole a, a fat piece of you know what. Because that's the, that was the old stick in a PWG, so I thought that was funny. I mean, I I I didn't think it was funny, funny. I was just like, ah, I just kind of laughed it off. Big Adam Cole, I love Adam Cole. He's a great sports entertainer. It's not getting twisted, but uh, the match was great. I loved it. I loved it. I thought this was really good. Great opener. Great opener. Um, this match, I have to say it because I I tore him to shreds last time. Adam Cole looked like a superstar in the making in an AEW ring in this match. I thought this was Jungle Boy's best match in AEW, period. Even better than the one with Kenny Omega. It just fit his style better. You know, it was they matched very well. Adam Cole, this match, he looked comfortable and he looked like a potential, you know, I mean, dare I say HBK? I don't know. I mean, he has it. He has it. I mean, he's got the look. He's got the moves. He's got the charisma. You know, he's got it all. So I, I enjoyed it. You know, for years, people thought, all right, who's the second coming of Sean? They thought Dolph for a little bit. Seth was in the conversation. AJ, I, I think... From an overall standpoint, probably is the closest to the second coming of Sean. But uh, once AJ steps away, Adam Cole will be cemented in that spot. I think Adam Cole's a superstar in the making. Don't know if anyone were to have him for, I don't know, like four or five years. Just, just let him walk away and never really give him an opportunity to be the guy. I don't know why you would do that, but, you know, glad AEW has um, him. And it's well, looking like they're going to do that, something with that, him. That didn't happen. He betrayed the company. Okay. Let's, let's not get it. See, you, you AEW fans, you like to make up your own narrative and then put it out there. No, you have to know. I, I like Adam Cole, but he betrayed the company. Well, how did he See, betray the company? His contract was up. He actually did a good thing by re-signing for a little bit, did the favors on the way out, and left when his contract he was did, up. He did a media event with WWE and still betrayed the company and left. How dare he? How dare he? How dare he be an independent contractor and sign with what he feels is the best opportunity for himself? I mean, like it's like I said, you you want twenty thousand people saying Adam Cole, baby, or you want eighty five thousand strong yelling uh-huh. Adam Cole, baby, at the top of their lungs, huh? Huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think that real quick before we move on, I think Adam Cole. Um, listen, just listening to everything that he had to go over in terms of like decision making. I think that when it comes down to it, I think Adam Cole truly gave it some thought. I don't think it was a decision that he had. I mean, obviously it was a decision that he had thought about from day one, it seemed like, right. But I don't think it was a decision that he didn't give some thought. I think he really tried to give WWE an opportunity and, WWE Vince and Vince to be specific is one of those guys that's 
not really gonna like he ain't gonna get on his knees and beg for you you know you, you know and not to say that Cole wanted that from Vince but sometimes when you're at a job and and you know you want a little you want a little bit of love you you want to see that man do they really want me am I really that valuable like okay they're offering me this much money okay they're doing that but Will they really let me be me? And and I think that was really the deciding factor. So in a sense, I'm kind of glad Cole went there, too. He looks like he's having fun. I listened to his interview or whatever podcast with Renee Paquette, and he seemed very, very, very happy. So that's all we want, right, is for the wrestlers to be happy. That's what this has come down to, right, Philip? The, the wrestlers just want to be happy. Um, They're sports entertainers. Stop that. Um. I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to. I don't want to be canceled. I'm not gonna say. It. Wanna, there's there's a, there's a line I'm willing to go to. I'm yeah. I'm not real. I'm not willing to cross that line, brother. Oh, uh, Brandon, tell us what else happened. Well, after the match, we uh, had the elite run out and they cut a little promo, just kind of building themselves up. Brian Danielson comes out and we get uh, Kenny Noballs. So I guess that's a thing now. And we are going to have Dan Brian. Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan taking on Nick Jackson on Rampage. Uh, I'm very excited to see this match because Nick, if you have to pick one out of the Young Bucks to be a singles guy, it is Nick. And I'm uh, intrigued to see what happens. I would assume Brian gets his first win up against a tag team guy, but thoughts on the promo Brian and the prospects of Nick versus Brian. I think Nick versus Brian is going to be something of excellence. Um, I've said it time and time again. Nick Jackson has the best comeback in a wrestling. It's it's tremendous, bro. Like seeing that joint live, I was like, oh, get there. Thought it was awesome. Um, Brian's promo was fine. Kenny No Balls. I've been saying that for years. You, you guys are just now fi- finally starting to. So get I, the I hint. need you to buy that T-shirt when it comes out. It doesn't go to Kenny. I think it would go to Brian. So you know, you're not helping out Kenny. I mean, but I'm helping out a guy that betrayed the company. Yeah, so I, I can't. I can't do that. I per, if it's a gift, then yeah, I I can't give my hard earned <laughs> money to someone like that. What happens, what happens if you just like buy a mystery box, like not knowing it's you know that shirt, and it just happens to be yours? You oh, I'm paid, returning. You technically oh, returning. paid for it, but no, you I'm didn't returning. know you're going to get that shirt. I'm returning it. That, absolutely no, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. If you want to give it to me as a gift, fine. You know, that's that's great. I love it. Uh, but no. Uh, Brian, what do you thought? So, the, I, I said this um, on my on my podcast within the ropes, uh, the AEW Dynamite review. Great that show, by the way, Lo- love the, the show. Thank you, thank you. Um, it, it this felt like NWO, you know, coming out, making their way to the ring after one of their members just had a match. And uh, Daniel Bryan's up there. He's Lex Luger. Uh, Christian is. Oh, no. Kazarian is DDP. Christian is uh, Sting. And the Luch- uh, Jungle uh, Jurassic Express are the Steiner brothers. There you go. You got Kenny, who's Hogan. Uh, I can't figure out which, which, who are the outsiders, the Young Bucks or the Good Brothers. And then you've got Randy Savage, who is Adam Cole, baby. The one who is eventually going to look at Hulk Hogan, uh, Kenny Omega, and say, "You're not 
Stroll here. Buddy. You've, you've got lust in your eyes for Elizabeth. <laughs> you looking at you you looking at Britt Baker. <laughs> and if he did that, I'd love it. I'd love I'd forget that he that he betrayed the company. I'd love it. I'd love it. The promo, the promo was a little cool. It was a little corny. The Kenny No Balls uh thing was a little corny. I mean, I can't imagine I someone. Great. I can't imagine someone from WWE starting a a, a a chant. I mean, can you imagine Bobby No Balls? Kenny Bobby No Balls. No balls. <laughs> Kenny No Balls. But I like it. I, I, I love again. It. I feel like they they do too much of this. Uh, Tony, stop booking this. It feels too much like WCW. And eventually you're going to continue to do it and do it and do it. And it's going to take away from, you know, uh, what this is really about. We see it coming. I see it coming. Um, so, yeah, the brawls and the what is it? Didn't they, didn't they announce a match for uh, uh, Rampage or Are Dynamite? They, no, it was Dynamite, Dynamite. next yeah, week. Yeah, they announced like some major multi-man tag. Um, yeah. I just noticed the Impact tag titles were on Dynamite more than Impact. Yeah. I mean, when you're the outsiders, I mean, the good brothers, you can do whatever you want, go wherever you want. No one will bother you, you know, pretty much. Uh, and the good brothers actually got to talk on it. Dynamite. Usually they just stand in the background, and do nothing. Yeah. Brandon, what else happened? Uh, we get Cody and Lee Johnson taking on Matt Seidel and was it Dante Martin? Yeah. And uh, Cody and Lee get the win. Lee actually gets the pinfall victory. Uh, Arn Anderson coaching him up. And he gets a little discouraged, but uh, he cuts that promo on Cody. He calls Lee a winner, Cody a loser, because he lost to Malachi Black and let him get in his head. He did the whole, you know, spilling the dude's brains on the concrete line with his Glock. And the crowd continues to boo Cody. I would assume this is some sort of heel turn waiting, but uh, thoughts on just the match was fine, but obviously the kind of aftermath is what everyone's talking about. Uh, the aftermath was interesting. Um, it, you know, Arn, you know, <laughs> Arn kills me. I love, I love Arn Anderson, dude. I love him, man. Uh, I, I, I thought I, I chuckled at it. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, <laughs> what Arn know about a Glock? What Arn know? <laughs> what Arn know about keeping Paul under the seat? Just in case you gotta take care of little business. What do you know about that, bro? I mean, Arn basically sounds like he's from Chicago. I mean, it's a better, it's a better city than Cincinnati. But uh, yeah. Um, sidebar, we see roads to the top, huh? Huh? I did. I, I haven't finished it, but I saw like the the um, first like 25 minutes. Um, Brandon, have you seen this? Of course, I've seen no, roads you to didn't, the top. You did, if you let me finish my bit, I was gonna say I haven't. I, de- I mean, I <clears throat> sorry, I definitely did, yeah, but. <laughs> I listened to lovely Wade Keller do his Wade Keller hotline and he recapped it. So I know what happened. Um, Great podcast, by the way, go VIP. You, yeah, you need to listen to Robertson Rosenberg. You need to listen to <laughs> good, good analysis of sports entertainment. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Roads to the top. Cool. You know, they, they hit on the, uh, you know, the, the, the race promo Cody did a couple months ago. Yep. He's going up against Anthony Agoga, which I love that guy. I miss Anthony. Come back soon. We love you. Um, yeah. So, Brian, thoughts on Arn's yep. segment? Thoughts on Rose to the top? 
So my thoughts on the segment was it was good. I would I would I laughed a little bit because I was like, wow, we haven't heard Arn talk this much in a long time. So it was cool. It was neat to add. I, I like that he added the fact that um in the last match with, with Black, he went outside to go check on him and he's like, No, don't check on me. Don't worry about me, right? Here's the deal. I said this on within the ropes as well. Cody needs to come out next week and do he has a he has a whole list of things that he could do. He could come out and tell the fans to stick it stinger style. Okay. With his back turned to the camera and, and go right off into the sunset and say, you know what? For those of you who support me in the nightmare family, I appreciate you. But for those of you who turned your backs, you fans can stick it. Ooh, right. And then he just goes away until the elite takes over. And then he comes back for his nice baby face return. And then he gets that one-on-one match with Kenny Omega for the AW world or, title. Or, 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 or you, you, you know what he could really do? He could, really, he could go back to New York. Total <laughs> heel move. Oh, total you know, heel move. Or you know what he else could do? And I'd like to get your guys' opinion on this. because I said this on Within the Ropes, but I'm talking to you guys here on the Bullet Cast. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Cody Rhodes. He could take all this in, right? All the all the use and abuse that he's getting from Arn Anderson and Lee Johnson and everybody in the Nightmare family. You know, it seems like everyone's just pointing the finger at Cody. Cody, you're the weak link. Cody, you're not getting the job done. Okay. You know what? I would have Cody Rhodes turn his back on the Nightmare family and just join the elite. That's what people in WCW did when people's careers were going to shit. They joined the NWO, got some elevation. Okay, joined yeah, the hottest it, group. It, it it boosted it boosted. What was it, Vincent? Oh yeah, major boost. Okay, we can't. Major are boost, you calling you calling Cody Vincent now? No, no, no. I'm just saying. You said people did that. Cody is your friend, Philip. Cody is my friend. I love. We had cigars on top of Caesar's Palace together. I love Cody Rhodes. That's my I that's think, my brother, man. I love. I him. think I think that if Cody does this. Um, obviously he'll get cheered. People love the elite. Dude, bro. See, beat up Arn. Crossroads on Arn. Crossroads on Lee. Crossroads Crossroads on on Brock. Hell, crossroads on Brandy. You can't be Miss Elizabeth, okay? Hey, what the heel work Cody did in Japan, it was top notch. I loved it. I loved it, you know. And, so and then you and then you could eventually set it up to have Cody versus Kenny. I don't know. I feel like Cody has to come back in some way, shape, or form to getting in that main event spot. He shot himself in the foot by making that dumb stipulation. I I had the idea of maybe doing the 60-man battle royal and having Cody give up his EVP status in order to compete for the championship again. I don't well, know. There's no, multiple think- things he could do. I think Cody gets an opportunity at the title and wins it whenever MJF is champion. Mm, you could do that. You could revisit yeah. that. Yeah, I guess. I, I, yeah, that's a that's a long road though to get MJF the title. Hey, that means he. Hey, it's a long road to the top. <laughs> it's a new day. It's a new day. It's oh, a the, new uh, generation. The, the legacy theme song. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's so many, there's so many roads and Brandon, and- Brandon, what do you think about my idea? You think which one do you think is more likely to happen if 
if it were to come true. Cody uh, going away and then coming back as a big baby face when AEW is in the hole and they need a big baby face to come back and take over or him joining the elite. <laughs> um, if I have to pick one of those, I probably would go with him being the baby face because I think Cody wants to be like a singles baby face guy. But mm-hmm. uh, I like your original idea where it was like, he turns on the nightmare family. He just kind of goes off and does his own thing as a heel. I think Cody works wonders as a heel. I liked what he did like back in ROH. It's like kind of similar to like what MJF is doing, but it's also, you know, different enough that I don't think they would overlap each other. And I think not having the uh, title stipulation kind of, you know, makes him, you know, even more, not more of a heel, but it just kind of grounds him to where he knows he can't do that one thing. So he just always has to do something else and kind of keep creatively, you know, into it and doing like other things. And AEW has, I wouldn't say a problem with heels, but when the heels get good enough, they ultimately turn baby face. Like the elite aren't going to be heels forever. Even though I do think they're doing a good job. And I think Cody is one of those guys that like MJF could stay heel with the way he carries himself. All right. Hold on real quick. Before we move on from this topic, I have to say, I just got another idea popped up in my head. You could have a blood and guts match between the elite and uh, the team elite and team Brian, team Brian Danielson, have Cody be on team Brian Danielson and then bam, have Cody turn and join the elite. That could work too. (laughs) Awesome. But the internet tells me they all hate each other. I know. Right. Well, yeah. um, no. That is true, yeah. but you can use that as a leverage. You can make them think. You could turn. If this was Vince McMahon, he would use that. Look, Vince McMahon. Had the old the, Vince McMahon. I don't know about no, the new one. I didn't. But I, I don't know. But like, what was like three years ago? Vince had Dean turn on Seth the same night that Roman announced he had leukemia. I don't know. Vince got it still. Y'all just don't know. He's waiting, bro. He's waiting. You know what I'm saying? He's waiting for those those last little little droplets to, to be dispersed on your ass, and then you're gonna be like, "Damn, you know, th- this is great." Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. I hope um, so. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's let's kind of wrap this up. Oh, why we're having such a great time, Philip? But we have uh, Britt Baker and Ruby Soho each cutting promos, uh, kind of backstage, pre-edited, whatever. Uh, where Britt, you know, just kind of talks ish to Ruby. Ruby says that, yeah, she lost. This means she has to step into the back of the line, but this means she's going to earn her title shot. She's going to you know, work her way through the division and she's going to become champion and you know, face Brit or whoever it is once again. It was you know, straightforward stuff. And we also got uh, Jade, Nyla Rose, and uh, Thunder Rosa kind of in the background having their triple threat match on Rampage. Uh, triple threat's happening. I like that. I hope Jade wins because I love Jade. As far as these promos, uh, Ruby's was eh. Uh, Brit's was really good. Shout out Rebel. I call these promos Mari video packages because that's what they feel like to me. It's kind of like the music goes. Yeah. And the music, the music starts and they're like, you know what? I'm coming for my title. You said last week. And then it shows video packages of them wrestling. And Yeah. You know what I mean? Watch some Mari Povich. You are not the father. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. What you mean? What you mean? Thank God. We we should we should, we should have a Maury Povich podcast, guys, or we should get Maury Povich on a podcast. I'll uh I'll, I'll start working on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm with right. that. Slide in the DMs. I'm with that. So the whole show took place in Rochester, New York, home of Brody Lee. This was supposed to be back in 
early 2020 when he was supposed to make his debut. But uh, so the whole show is kind of dedicated to him. AEW once again, doing a great job with that. Uh, we get the dark order taking on team Hardy in a massive 16 man tag. Uh, Orange Cassidy was on the side of the dark order. Dark order gets the win. Uh, Johnny Hungy doing his thing, you know, just firing up and beating up on everyone. A lot of cluster mess. We get negative one. We get Ty Conti. We get Anna J. We get, uh, Mrs. Brody Lee all on this stage and Dark Order wins. Happy everybody's together. Yay. Yes, yes it, was, it was great. They started the uh, John Huber uh, foundation of, of sorts, I see. Um, yep. Yeah, Brody Lee, he was, he was a great talent. Um, for, for that short amount of time that he was in AEW, especially that TNT title run, it was only five weeks, but it felt like he did a hell of a lot. So, you know, RIP to Mr. Brody Lee. Negative one through papers at Evil Uno, too. That was pretty, that was pretty cool. Love like that. G- gotta do the gimmick, brother. Yeah, got it. Shout out negative one. He's best friends with Anna J and Ty Conti. Smart, smart kid. Smart kid. Smart kid, yes. All right, Brian. Uh, finish yes. off the AW section. We got one of those uh Maury Polvich video packages from the one and only man of the hour. Leo Rush is officially all elite. He cut one of those promos and 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 I don't know what he's called now. Is it LBO or is it LVO or something like that? He's, he has a new moniker. He's, a new moniker. He's, the, he's the Cameron Grimes of AEW. There you go. Um, what do you he's guys a, think of Leo Rush? Cameron Grimes of AEW. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a million dollar man. <laughs> he got I mean, several investments. He got several. Investments. Several okay. to help okay. his people. To help his people. Okay, I see. I see. I see. You know uh, I mean? He just had a new album come out, too. He did. Uh, I haven't heard it yet. I heard a little, a couple of songs, but I ain't finished it. I mean, was it was it good? I mean, what, he be spitting. It, it's not CLB, but I mean, it ain't CLB, but you I know, mean, but but I mean, it's definitely it's definitely uh, Kanye levels though. Goat status. I don't know about that. Leo oh, Rush's man. album, Leo Rush's songs. He has a. I forgot what song it is, but he put a video out, and it was really really good. He's got some skills. Um, not on Damian Lillard's level, of course, when we talk about athletes and entertainers, uh, you know, going out of outside of their, you know, to become rappers or artists, I mean, or whatever. Damian Lillard be spitting, bro. Damian Lillard is amazing. Fantastic. He, man. But Brandon, what'd you think of this Leo Rush, Mari Povich promo? It was kind of like out of nowhere because apparently <laughs> the internet tells me Leo Rush and Leo Rush himself says that he's retired, but then. Now he's with AEW and he signs with them. So this is uh, the uh, this is the shortest retirement ever. Good, good for him. He's he's gonna tie uh, and break Terry Funk's record, I think, eventually because he's so young. He's gonna probably retire, you know, twenty more times. Yeah. All right. He had to come back and finish out the little in New Japan dates he had. So uh, I guess now he's he's all elite. So that's great. MJF. You know, it's not dynamite without MJF on the show uh, in some capacity came out and I believe he was cutting a promo in regards to getting a title shot. Am I correct? Yeah, this was a little fuzzy. Uh, And he eventually got interrupted by Darby Allen, who he then called a school shooter with a skateboard. Um, Darby's end of the promo. I didn't really like very much. I never really heard Darby talk, to be honest. I heard him talk on Roads to the Top. He did talk on Roads to the Top, and that was a little better than his promo. But MJF 
they're just letting him say anything he wants to. Um, and I love it. They just let me say anything I want to here. I think I didn't have a problem with the promo. It ended abruptly. Um, he had, I, I forget, Brandon, help me out. He said something to Darby. And Darby was like, I'm not gonna let he, I'm not gonna let you get under my skin or I'm not gonna let you get in my mental or something like that. Pretty much. He said like he because MGF named like the four pillars of AEW. So he named yes. like, the young guys. And Darby was like, Well, I'm All the, the homegrown talent. I'm the only will. one who won a, t- a title here, unlike you, and yada yada. So you know, M- or Darby kind of poking the bear a little bit, and he just he basically no sells MJF stuff, which is what you should do. Don't yeah. give him the satisfaction of seeing you get all heated. Which is I, the perfect thing for Darby do because he's not going to you know go over the top like Brian Pillman did. I'd uh, I'd I'd hate to I'd hate to cut this, um, but Brian they're not homegrown talent, huh? They're that's not homegrown they, talent. That's what they call them though. They... No, they're not. Did they train at an AEW facility from day one to be to yeah, become dark. a professional wrestler? AEW no. Dark. <laughs> no, no, they're not home. These are homegrown talents you see they've taken people that have been wrestling for like five six or ten years and say that's oh a, these are our homegrown talents see, that's yeah. a good question bullet cast universe let, let's hear what you think it, are, are you considered a homegrown talent uh if you like like because these these guys and girls they didn't have like a huge company that they were at so are you considered a homegrown talent if you haven't come from like a big company um Versus coming from a big company and, uh, like and the only actual homegrown talent they have is Jade. Huh? Tra- yeah. So no, does John she- Cena not count as a homegrown WWE talent because he worked Wait. before he signed with the company? Yeah, he doesn't count. Okay. Huh? John I, I Cena? Mean, he doesn't count. He doesn't count. count. But Brock Lesnar counts because he was trained at OVW. Yes. You, you see, if you were trained in their company's developmental system. And John you- Cena's homegrown? No, he's not. He was wrestling out here in the APW garage, bro. But he's he not homegrown. Home. He's home no. though. Like no, like 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 Roman and and Randy and Brock. You know, don't Shelton. forget your girl Charlotte. Charlotte, you know, oh, those are homegrown talents. People that walked into the WWE's developmental system, whatever it was at that point in time during their era, and John then they Cena. came up in the ranks. No. He's not. Cena, he's if you worked the indies before you got to WWE or etc., you're not a homegrown talent. Well, we got to put a poll then on the Bulletcast podcast Twitter because I mean, it, uh, doesn't, it doesn't matter because whatever. If anybody disagrees with me, they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. Um, I'm going to go to the main event because uh, Sammy Guevara is the new TNT champion. Um, yeah, I hate it. Yes. I don't like it. Well, I mean, what? I don't why? like that. I don't like it. You want to know why? Because uh, why? You mean to tell me that Lance Archer couldn't beat Miro, Eddie Kingston couldn't beat Miro, but Sammy Guevara could? And that that's not to discredit Sammy well, Guevara's Spanish ability. God. He's a Spanish guy. Okay, and Lance Archer's the murder hawk. Who did no he murder really ever beat? Former IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. That championship doesn't mean jack shit. Stop. Stop. Come on, man. No. Okay. Eddie Kingston from the streets. Okay. New York City, homegrown. 
Bro, he's been wrestling for like 15 15- No! I'm, say- I'm saying from New York. He's homegrown New York, you know? Okay, all right. Yeah. Jeez, I, mean, I mean, this is just as silly as people wanting The Fiend to beat Roman Reigns. Just, you know. I no, was. No, it's not on that level. No, I mean, this is this is this is just a little network title. Let's let's, <laughs> uh, let's, let's calm down. You know. And I agree with Brian. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Now it was a surprise. The crowd was definitely into it. But Sammy just hasn't really clicked with me as a babyface thus far. I thought he did you know decent work as a heel with the inner circle, and then as a babyface, it's just not the same. And I really have liked what Miro has been doing as God's favorite champion. Now he can still go down that route and be God's favorite wrestler. But I just, I know that they like to do this. You know, they hold on to a lot of the titles. So switching the TNT title a lot kind of makes sense for them. But I, I kind of question what the direction is with Sammy as the champion, you know, a babyface champion for TNT. What? God's favorite wrestler? You mean God's yeah. favorite sports entertainer? God's favorite cha- there's only, God only has one favorite champion that you're looking at. Him. The diamond in the rough. You know the Podgetech. The Podgetech. Come, come on. Yes. Let them know. Let them know the list of names. Don't ever, mm-hmm. don't ever do that to me again. Um, Sammy Guevara being the TNT champion. Look, it's something new. It's different. I, I hear I see they uh, got rid of the white and green one and they got back the black and red, which is cool, you know. I think that should be the title moving forward. Um I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, with Mr. Guevara. Is Sammy Guevara Mexican? Uh, yes. He. That, that, I mean, he, I, would, he's, uh, I mean, I would assume he'd be Spanish. Yeah. Some. You know. Some. Then some he form. need to. Then he need to go and make that strap green. You know what I'm saying? Put a little red in there. Or, okay, we don't or, need to keep or, changing know, or, the. Or we can make it, you know, red and yellow like the Spanish flag, not the Mexican flag, because you know, Spain, Mexico. Two completely different places. That's you're two right about that. Different continents. You Wasn't right it already red and yellow? No, it was red and gold. Right? Yeah, red, the one oh, Brody Lee had. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, you're right about that, Brandon. Gosh, see, that's why you're here. That's why yeah, you're, I gotta you're, rep- you know I gotta represent the the European whatever you call that little bit because you know Portuguese you know they're our neighbors we might not like them all the time but we got to shout out Spain. Yeah, got to. You know, I'm I mean <laughs> they're not my name. All right, Superstar Spotlight, who do you got? Who do you got? Who do you got? I'm giving it to the Hurt Business. They back. They back, baby. Come on. They back. Sasha Banks is back. I'm waiting on Bailey to come back. All my favorites are just about to be back. Um, Superstar Spotlight. Who you got? I think I'm going to go with... great audio wow yeah i don't i don't know that's tough it's great great i will go with biggie they gave him the win over bobby lashley you know you can call him a fluke champion because he cashed it in but now they kind of firmly established he's the champion and i would assume he's going to be the champion for the foreseeable future now when it comes to him versus roman at survivor series that's when i question it but i thought this was a good week for biggie to like say okay this is our guy and he's going to be the champion on raw for the for a long time you know Absolutely. what? Absolutely. Do you have one? I'm gonna give it to Trisha Dora. Thank you. Thank you. The mm-hmm. Pan African World Diaspora Champion. That's right. That's Bro, right. I, hey man, Trish, I met her at GSW. She's such a sweetheart. Love her. 
I Shout out to Trish too. Up. She just she just signed with Ring of Honor. Oh, so uh, what? Yeah. Clap it up. Clap it. You know, clap it up. Clap it up. Man, if I had the laptop, we would do a Black Power ranking and just you know. <laughs> it hurts my heart, man. It really does. Uh, I'll I'll try to. Get, I'm trying, man. Hopefully, it'll be back before, so we can so we can do this right uh, next sure. week, man. Hopefully, it'll be back tomorrow so I can be on within the ropes the uh, draft uh, yeah. recap. You know. Yeah, if, if we have to do it like this, please don't be mad, Brian. I'm sorry. No, no way. I'm, not, I'm trying. Not at all. You know, I'll drive out to your house and we'll record it live. We'll, we'll do it. I'll do it. It'll be you, me, and Charlie! Charlie! <laughs> Absolutely. All right, uh, promo pick of the week. Um, That's you, Brandon. What's your pick? It is me. So I went back in time because, you know, roads to the top, baby. Debuting yesterday, we had... From Raw, February 23rd, 2015. This is some sort of weird WWE slash AEW fever dream because we have Stardust taking on Jack Swagger. He gets interrupted by Goldust, which leads to Jack Swagger beating Stardust. And then Eden Styles interviews Stardust backstage. And then Stardust does this whole Stardust type promo. So five AEW people in one little segment. Four AEW people. Um, the referee probably went to AW too. We don't know. <laughs> uh, look, man, Stardust was great. He really was. I mean, the you know, all the, the just the whole thing. I loved it. Uh, this promo was good. I remember this very fondly back back in the day. I was in my dorm room thinking like, oh, this is just such good shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. 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 Stardust talked about getting the attitude out, but he's now at a place where they very much so welcome the attitude right back in. So um, it's kind of rose to the top. He says during the baby shower or whatever that, you know, he wants to wrestle for the next five years until he's 40 and then he'll be a dad because he doesn't want to be an old man wrestler when they've signed CM Punk, you know, his brother, Dustin, uh, Chris Jericho, Brian well, Danielson, well, okay, well, Mark Henry. Hold on, hold on. Now you're going to make me defend it. God, you see, look, Jericho was there to help legitimize the company. Don't talk about my friend. Okay. That's why he was the first champion. Dustin being there. I mean, look, the story that they told a devil or nothing. Hey, I'm, not, there, I'm not hating. I'm just saying Cody I mean, is like, you know, saying something about his own talent, calling them well, old man wrestlers. Well, Co- I mean, Co- look, Cody, Cody has a vision for, um, for where he sees himself in the squared circle. And I, res- I, I respect that, you know, like I may, I may not want to podcast until I'm 40. I may want to stop at 35, you know, I may want to stop at 30. I may only have five more years of doing this realistically. You're the Bo Jackson of podcasts. So you're going to be great for a very short time. And then it's just going to, it's done. Yeah. Gone, gone but, forever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this current run I'm on now, this is, I'm having fun. So I don't know. I'm having fun crushing you heroes and telling you the truth about the things you like and, and, and that you love. Yeah. And also uh, shout out Brandy Rhodes. who said getting pregnant ruined a bunch of fun things she was going to do. Oh. oh, okay. I'm done. Brandy can say something. I want to say real quick, since we are talking about roads to the top, close all pretty much at the end of this, this, uh, this podcast episode, shout out to Lee Johnson, you know, he over there, he 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 bagged up Julia Hart. 
That was what? revealed. That was revealed on Roads to the Top. You know, they came to Cody and was like, "Hey, just want to let you know that we're together." So, uh, shout hey. out to hey, Big Shotty. I wonder if Lee went up to Max Caster after the pro was like, "Hey, bro, hey, let me hey, talk to you for a second. Hey, they 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 about to see something that that a lot of these people are not used to. You know, let me come highlight you real quick, bro, bro. Hey, bro, <laughs> come here. What you say about my shoulder, bro? Can't you imagine? Oh, it makes you I think don't... about that, though, right? Like, yo, she had a whole boyfriend who's she in had the a locker whole, room. She had a whole dude in the back. You feel me? Oh, yeah. hey, hey, if, if there's a clip of that, I need to see it for sure. Uh, Brian, tell us about our match pick of the week. The match pick of the week is Cody Rhodes versus Big Show for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 28, April 1st, 2012. Um... This was when he uh, was this after the mask. Yeah, this was after the yeah, mask. Yeah, right? this was a- this was after the mask before the mustache. Yeah, putting over uh, putting over old Big Show, giving him his first Intercontinental Championship. First reign? and only, yeah. First and only. There we go. Well. Um, and first WrestleMania uh, win, right? Because that was like the whole story. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, first and only. See, man, WWE was doing such good hey, stories. Don't disrespect the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal of WrestleMania 31. Oh. I, I see. I, for, I forgot about that. I, I for, okay, two. He won two. I mean, it was on the pre-show, and you say the pre-show don't count. So, I mean, look, for, for, for those have like never had a WrestleMania match. So, they were on the main show on what WrestleMania 34, 34, 35. They were on the 30, main show. 34, yeah, but that was who were they? Yeah, they that was when the Legend Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That and then I could have sworn they were in that tag team uh mess at 35 when Alistair Black and Ricochet were a tag team. I'm, I'm pretty sure they were they were in that hot mess. Yeah. I don't remember. But uh yeah, this was this was an interesting time. You know, I was what? I was what 16, just loving loving sports entertainment, as I should have. Um, man, it was great, man. It was great. That's going to wrap it up for us. Um, yeah, guys, hopefully we can get back to the way we normally do things. The extreme rules recap is out. Um, excuse some of the things that were said. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So follow us on Twitter, uh, and tweet us questions at Bulletcast and scrum the Bulletcast YouTube channel. Uh, uh, Bulletcast emails, Bulletcast. was in the number two suite as WET at gmail.com. Uh, 104.7 FM KAPU and watchable every Friday night from 11 p.m. to midnight. Uh, iTunes. Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon, and so many other places. All right, guys, um, go check out Curveballs and Chair Shots. Check out In the Click. Check out Within the Ropes. Check out the Jobber Tears podcast, Dirty Heels podcast, and uh, so many other podcasts, man. Uh, a lot of, It's a lot podcast of day. It is. It is podcast day. Oh, I did commentary at UGWA, man. I'm out here calling main events and whatnot. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. I think, I think some high voltage is airing tonight, too. Yeah, yeah. I believe some GSW high voltage is there now. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Heel Antoine and I'll I'll hook you all up with all them links. All right, thank you all so much. Um, for those of my supporters, I love you very much. For those that don't support me and don't like the things I say, well, frankly, I don't get it. The bullet cast now, feel us. Uh, elite podcasting, no we are. Uh, elite podcasting, no we are. Uh, 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 uh.